Thank you for calling the Suicide Hotline. It's a beautiful day. What's got you down, numbnuts? Hello, my friend, I need to call. I can't stop singing like Scott Stapp from Creed. Um, yeah, that's terrible. Um, do they have any pills they can put you on to make you sound a little cooler? Like, maybe like someone like Elton John or someone from the New Kids? I can't stop singing like this. I'm on a lot of antidepressants. I'm like a zombie. Well, sir, I mean, it could be worse. I mean, zombies are pretty cool right now, and you could just move to Miami and chew on people's faces. You would think so, but this shit gets old. Uh, sir, uh, if you're going to sound like Creed, I need you to watch the language, please. They're good, wholesome fellas. Sir, I need some help. I think I need to kill myself. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. I completely agree that you should kill yourself. Aren't you supposed to help me? Yeah, I actually don't work here. I just intercept their calls. You're, you're like a hacker. Yeah, you could call me that. Well, is there anybody I can talk to? Well, if you pull that trigger, you can talk to Jesus. With arms wide open. Um, I hated that song. Don't ever sing that. How about you just go stick your head in the oven, sir? I guess I'll have to, cause nobody wants to help my sorry ass. Well, yeah, sir, if you sounded like someone like Michael Jackson or... Even Conway Twitty, sir, at this point, would be cooler than anything Creed could produce. I thought this would get me some ass, cause there's a lot of desperate white women. Um, yeah, sir, I was, I heard one piece of wisdom once. Life is like a fat chick with a real pretty vagina. Yep. Suck it, bitch. I'm gonna go kill myself now. Thanks for nothing, you son of a bitch. Best call ever. Suicide <laughs> hotline. What's going on, podcast listeners? Hello, people. How's it going? All right, we're back for another. Uh, Fun episode of the Suicide Hotline podcast. What's the definition of fun episode? Uh, we sound like idiots and people laugh about our stupidity. Yeah. That's kind of, I, I, think, I think Webster should get involved. <laughs> we might have to give him a call. I don't we know. might have to, Nicholas. All right. All right, so, right. I'm excited for this week's podcast because it's my everyone. first podcast from Wheatland, California, and all of its glory. Da, da, da. Are you are you surrounded by a lot of the Amish mafia? Uh, that actually is a real thing out here, and I'd kindly appreciate if you didn't talk about them. They hear everything. How can they? They don't. Uh, they're douchebags. <laughs> How can they? What are they deaf? <laughs> can you imagine that? A deaf Amish mafia. <laughs> You know how that'd be sexy, dude. <laughs> AMC should get on it. AMC should get on that. They'll think about it. All right. So what are what uh, what are our topics uh, for this week's abortion? 
All right. So we're talking we got several articles from the Yahoo News trending. It's always list. articles with you. Why can't you get topics from like kids bibs or people's t shirts? <laughs> You know, Mom's Abortions R Us was actually out of fresh articles this week, so I uh, thought I'd try a different source. I'm slightly disappointed that you're not spending more time at Planned Parenthood. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. I told you that's the best uh, way to meet chicks. So the first first article on the docket today is uh, actually from uh, one of Yahoo News' own uh, articles. Um, we recently had uh, President Obama give one of his famous speeches, uh, State of the Union, I think is what it was, or is it some some address or something? You're asking somebody who doesn't give a flying rat's fuck about any of that stuff, so let's go with the sure. first thing. <laughs> All right, well, fair enough. Well, he, he addressed the country um, recently about uh, the, the big uh, controversy, I guess, would be over a little country called Syria. Um, for those who don't know, uh, recently Syria has been having a civil war um, within its own country uh, between the established government and a group of rebels that are looking to overthrow said established government. So, I have a quick question for you. Is, are Syrians like jihads? And the yeah. idea of the... Okay. <laughs> them like them jihadists. I swear they're all terrorists. I swear to God. Just, just asking a, asking an uneducated question. Thanks. <laughs> so, so the, the controversy over this lies in Mr. Obama's uh, position on the issue. Um, Mr. Obama and several Democrats believe that we should, as a country, get involved in the civil war dispute in an effort to bring about peace to the region. So, and even in his speech, he actually said that we have a question as a nation on whether or not we should look the other way on our moral responsibility to become involved in the actions over there. So, when did we become everybody's mother? Right, right. It's like we have to babysit every other country and be like, "You guys, you guys are in peace," because I'm going to bond the shit out of you to get some peace going. It's it's basically like our relationship. You're America, and I'm every shitty. I'm every other shitty country. True, true. You are shitty. You shitty. I, I feel shitty. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. My, I, I find it interesting that right now my world's slightly upside down because I have Democrats who are proposing that we go to war with another country in an effort to bring about, I'm using quote fingers here, peace. Or and we have uh, Republicans who are advocating for for pot legalization. I think uh, recently McCain. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was talking about uh, how we should legalize. I'm like, is black is is black white now upside down? I'm, I'm that, that's I'm Nick. Really Nick, that's that's racist. You don't need to go there. Oh, I'm sorry. 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 <laughs> it's is gray is gray peach or something like that. You can't use black and white anymore. Oh, sorry. Gray peach. Gray peach. Right. 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 By the uh, way, I have to apologize. I'm sniffling, but I'm still getting over that shitty ass cold. Well, I mean, you shouldn't hang out on Fremont Street with all those people with venereal diseases. I'm nice try. I was running around licking toilet seats. Oh, right, right, right. Wait, so you don't have Hep B? Because that's a thing. <laughs> eh, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> He's like, eh, I'll see about checking that out next week or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What, what, what's your whole take on this? Because it seems like... Yet again, our government wants to get involved in a dispute that has nothing to do with us, and 
you know, they're, they're willing to throw our military at another overseas conflict. So, I, I, you know, um, with it, it's okay. I think if our interest was actually for peace, I probably wouldn't have an issue if we stepped in. But I don't understand why we have to go into every single one, full bore, like launch, you know, get the military in it. Because it's no, let's say, we all know it's not about peace. It's about getting that country under control so they will do what as we say. Pretty much. And the, the sad part is um, I, I, I've read from several different sources. I don't know how accurate this is, but like the rebel group that is fighting the government over there is is looking to like they're somehow connected to al-qaeda and several other terrorist organizations uh in the middle east so so they so, are kind of jihad then i'm racist we go if we go over there to help them out we're basically helping out like just a small second again i don't know if this is factual or not but the reason why Obama, I think, from his humanitarian perspective, he wants to go in because right. there is some evidence. I don't know if it's like Bush's evidence of nuclear armament or whatever, but there's some evidence showing that the government is using chemical uh, warfare on its own people, kind of like how uh, Iraq was right. doing that with um, So I, do, you, do you think any of those aforementioned reasons are enough to go over, to do anything? Well, I, I definitely so, think it should – we can definitely look into it. I, I, you know, you don't want to see anybody within their own country being treated like shit. I mean, it's just – why can't everybody, you know, be happy? But that will never happen. So, so that's – you go to Africa and like stop what's going on over there. Like they got they've had genocide going on for forever. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it's it, like I don't understand. Then why aren't we over there? You know why? Because there's no we have no interests there. My 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 whole take on this is look. Oh we, God, here we, we go. Yes, soapbox. I have found one, and I'm standing on it, sir. Hey, You're now stuck listening. Now he's four foot six. All right, all right. I, I still need to get still, so it's Yay. on back order. Um, no, I. My whole thing is, look, we we just pulled out of. That's what she said. Iraq. Right. Huh? That's what she said. <laughs> Giggity. Bam bam. Bam bam. We just pulled out of these two major conflicts that took over a decade to resolve, and we're still over in in Iraq. Like oh, we still yeah. have we still have troops and shit over there, and. We're still recovering as a country. Why the shit would we look into spending God knows how many millions or billions of dollars into going into another conflict that could go on for another decade? I mean, can't we just sit back and watch the Super Bowl for five fucking minutes without, without right. going over? I mean, well, and I mean, if we're going to, you know, if he's got that much of an itch to spend money, then why doesn't he just pump that money back into his own country? Yeah, I mean, like, I know it sounds. From a humanitarian looking in, it sounds like I'm being cold because, like, I'm saying, like, no, we need to take care of ourselves before other people. But, I mean, for fuck's sake, we, we're just barely starting to get a universal health care system program going in. We, we have a shit ton of debt that we're still working on. Right. Like, we, I don't see that being a good move for us, especially since, you know, Middle East, this shit's going to be tearing itself apart for fucking years. Now, if there were nuclear threats... Maybe I could see going in and being like, all right, boys and girls, you need to play safe. Right. I, yeah, I, and I'm kind of with you on that. It, it, you know, we're sticking our noses into things that don't necessarily involve us. But at the same time, I understand us trying to be 
you know, kind of, we want to be the peacekeeper in a sense, at least appear to be that way, but that image of America is gone. I mean, now we are just a nosy ant that keeps freaking coming over and getting in everybody's business. <laughs> the gossipy ant. Right. Know and love. She wants to, um, yeah, she wants to come over and find out how many abortions the niece got this week. <laughs> there was only two, thankfully, this year. So She's doing good. Okay. She's doing good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I, I understand the, you know, me, I'm an idealist. I, I like the idea of, okay, we should show other people like how to be peaceful. We should try to, but we don't even, know. but we don't even know how to be peaceful. How can well, we show yeah, people if we, we don't even know. But, uh, it's, it's, I, I, I understand, understand that to a point, but I mean, the idea of we're going to bomb the shit out of you. So we know what show, show you what peace is like that to me, that, <laughs> It's about as logical as uh, sitting in your front yard in a kiddie pool drinking a beer. You know? Well, and that's kind of like you showing up at some stranger's house and using their bathroom. I only did it once today, and I never got caught, so it's okay. Nice. <laughs> Hopefully next time you don't forget your backpack. Oh, God damn it. Well, it's a little too obvious carrying a TV on your back, so i got to find something to be sneaky sneaky. There is sneaky sneaky, sir. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you something. We'll figure something out one day. So the next next article on the docket that we have is actually from the L.A. Times. Um, the L.A. Times. Ooh, from, uh, fancy schmancy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're such a dick. When I say something funny, you laugh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's better. I learned by watching you. I learned from watching you, bro. <laughs> For those who don't know, when Rob gets really, really into like something laughing-wise, he will sound psychotic. He will like laugh so loud and in your face that you think he's about to kill you. So, you know, that's, that's fun. I think it's great. I think it's fucking awesome. <laughs> so this article from the LA Times, it brought up uh, one of your favorite people, Miss Miley Cyrus. Oh, yes. Hey, is it possible yeah. that she's so skinny it always looks like she's planking? <laughs> she's actually planking the air. I like that. Yeah, That's thank, actually... thank you. Thank you. Just thought of that one by myself. Give you some royalties on that one. Thank um, you. So the point of bringing, bringing up Miley Cyrus is because of her new music video uh, for her song Wrecking Ball. I don't know if you've seen it, Mr. Mr. Rob. Um, yeah, I, I saw it on some show yesterday. I'm real technical. I'm real specific. Yeah, for those who haven't seen it, uh, it's in the video. She appears naked on top of a wrecking ball. Her good and plenties are all covered strategically, but she's basically nude. They're they're and, they're uh, neither good nor plenty. <laughs> yes, yes, we all know this. She has the ass of a chicken butt. It's good. Um, yeah, the ass of a so, chicken butt. What's that? Yes. What's that? See that picture? It's like her when she was like doing her twerking thing or whatever, and then like a chicken, like a dead chicken's ass, and they're like roughly the same. But when you eat gross. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah, it's good mental image for you. I'm never going to eat chicken nuggets. Thank you. (laughs) I'll never be able to go to McDonald's again. Uh, So... Obviously, the, the, there's controversy with that because everybody's kind of freaking out about her lately because she's been, for lack of a better word, kind of whorish um, with her dancing, her outfit choice, her, I don't, I don't know, everything. Yeah, but again, she looks like 
She, she, whoops. They don't mind to the collection on the back. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. That's more moving companies. Um, well, shit, I lost my train of thought. You sons of bitches. Those sons of bitches. I am writing an angry letter. Uh, yeah, yeah, my lead. Well, anyway, she's just disgusting. There's nothing appealing about her. She's got trout mouth. She's got... Wait, she's... so Amanda Bynes was right about somebody? What's that? <laughs> Amanda Bynes was correct about somebody? Amanda Bynes is actually... Yeah, she seems sane at this point with her... She's like Nostradamus with celebrities at this point. <laughs> she predicts this person is disgusting and we'll, you'll see soon. Yeah. No, I just, I don't, she, there's nothing feminine about Miley Cyrus. So I don't think this is, this comes across not so much as sexual, you know, sexuality as it does just disgusting. The funny thing is like, as far, from a music standpoint, her stuff's not that bad. It's just typical pop music, catchy, whatever. Their songs aren't bad, but just like the image that she's portraying. And it all started with this whole twerking thing. Oh, yeah. That uh, any white person like a year and a half ago, unless you're from the hood, didn't really know what the hell twerking was. Yeah. I, I knew what did twerking. You? I did know what twerking. Twerking's been around like when I was in my 20s, they were twerking. Now, granted, that was like, that was in the 30s, but still, it was a different kind of twerking. It was very respectful, and nobody showed any leg, and it was just a it was just a swiveling of the kneecap. Well, I had I had one of my friends bring up an interesting point about how it's kind of true, and Miley Cyrus is a good example of it. How um, a lot of black culture, a lot of the underground stuff, doesn't really isn't popularized in, in, in pop culture until a white person does it. Like twerking, like you said, you've known about it since your twenties which was 50 years ago, and uh, it started in, uh, apparently started in New Orleans by somebody named Big Frida, um, who apparently is a he-she or whatever, had a video oh, about no, time ago. Oh, no, is a he-she. More he Clearly, than uh, she. <laughs> just, cause you, just because you put a ribbon in your hair doesn't make you a woman. I mean, I thought that that... Uh, at, uh, I mean, she, just look at Serena right? Williams. Serena, oh God. <laughs> she's a handsome woman. Serena Williams used to be Mike Singletary for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> and somehow progressed her career to better things. Yes. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, do you think that's kind of true, though? That, like, you know, a lot of black culture is kind of popularized by white people. Like, it takes a white person to do it for it to become popular. Sadly, yes. I'm done. No, I mean, it, the sad thing is, is that, it, I mean, it's 100% true. And I hate to say it, it's just because uh, still in our culture, I think white people are more palatable. Um, and it seems, you know, it's just, it's easier for us to give it to, you know, say someone like Miley Cyrus or a boy band and this and that, it, because they're so... What's uh, there? There's not very. There's not anything real aggressive about them. They're so kind of bland and, you know. So, so and do you think that certain sects of uh, black culture are are too aggressive for uh, the whole of America to digest easily? Or sometimes, I mean, look at the the introduction of gangster rap. I mean, that came across as you know being a little aggressive and misogynistic and this and that. And it was hard for you know, the, the populace to take that on without, you know, it causing a giant controversy. But all it was was just, you know, young individuals 
talking about the way their life was within their, you know, within their cities. Wow, you should you should write you should write a book about gangster rap, man. That that was, that was beautiful. <laughs> I blacked out. What happened? <laughs> He's like, wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold that, guys. I came back yeah. here. Hold that. Excuse me a moment. <laughs> no, I, I just I find it I find it odd and 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 entertaining that that Miley Cyrus she took a, a part of black culture like something like something as silly as twerking or even like in her music videos she's got like really curvy borderline chunky women like dancing and skimpy stuff and she's trying to use the sex appeal that is a part of black culture in that sense and from those from those particular items and she's trying to use it to gain herself popularity to change her image to make herself sexy yeah i mean it's not she's she's she has no help unless she gets she's got to go to the Nicki minaj school of getting ass and titties before she <laughs> is able to do that yeah, I mean that she's she's there's nothing to me attractive about her at all. Yeah, and it, like I said, I just I, it's messed up that she's cut cut and pasting a, a culture that is completely not her own and using it to get herself somewhere, and she's not even doing a good job. Well, it it just shows you how create uncreative she really is, because clearly, I yeah. mean, somebody's writing the songs. So, I mean, this is just, I mean, it's just easier for her to do. And it's, this is like, show, she's like, this will sell. And that's all and it's the funny about. Thing, the funny, funny thing is there's been examples of it working. Like, you know, uh, Natalie, uh, or not Natalie, um, N- uh, Nellie Furtado or whatever. Yeah, she, yeah. Like back in the 90s, she had that uh, fly like a bird or something. Yeah, but uh, I mean, a lot of her stuff, it wasn't so much that she, but she wasn't trying to, um, she wasn't trying to basically reenact or you know steal any of the things and kind of that it was just part of you know it was just part of what she did you know she had timberland as a a producer so he brought in a little bit of that flair but she's still very she kept a a very much an artistic value to what she did i mean she's just a phenomenal performer and that's just your versatility as exactly but like like miley who is just she she's the originality isn't there no she's a she's if she died in in a a horrific unicycle accident tomorrow on Rodeo Drive. I probably I I, wouldn't worry about it. I wish I had an article about somebody dying from a unicycle accident just to segue into that. that would have been uh, it was the third largest killer of people the year I was born. Oh, nice, nice. I mean, I'm the old. 1920s were rough, but I was actually I was in the 19th century, sir. Thank you. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Very classy individual over here. I am. Um, <laughs> um, so the next article that we got on the docket is... Uh, we got a lot of dockets. I, apparently, I should come up with a new... Yeah, what the... Excuse me, but I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant right now. Well, not really. Yeah. A, a rant is so much a... What the fuck is a docket? <laughs> what, what is a docket? Yeah, it sounds like something that you like ship something to. You mean a doc? Like that's that well, doc. you just and then you put at on it. Like it's a cuter, it's a cuter doc. So it's a doc at. Just, just think of a docket as a queue of things to come up. A lot of uh, people when they talk about speeches and stuff, they use it to. Uh, you're you're to, trying to oh, class next item, dude, docket, next item on the you're, agenda. You're you're trying to class up a turd, dude. You just got, just be like next <laughs> shit on the list is. <laughs> I think that's what people I'm are used sorry, to. Yeah. I'm sorry. I graduated ninth grade with a little bit of vocabulary. My bad. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> pissed off about that. 
<laughs> well, the, the next article that we have is uh, actually from the Chicago Tribune, um, and it's about Mr. George Zimmerman. Bah, 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 bah. What a fag. <laughs> so apparently on Monday he uh, he got involved in a domestic dispute um, at his house. Um, the Tribune reports that his wife went to uh, his recently divorced wife rather went to his house um, with her dad in order to collect uh, 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 property that uh, that was hers that was settled after the divorce. And apparently an argument broke out between Zimmerman and the wife's father. Um, thus leading to, I guess, an iPad recording of like aggression between the two, and um, the wife ended up calling nine one one because she quoted that uh, Zimmerman Zimmerman was very aggressive and appeared to be reaching for a gun and said, "Go ahead and come towards me," like he was taunting. Oh uh, God! So um, there was no evidence of a gun actually being found on him, Shocker. although apparently he did use a knife to break the iPad of the wife because she was recording everything and like I guess he like took a knife and like busted the shit out of it <laughs> so uh, yeah that's that, that's that's a, that's a fun fun article what do you what do you think about it Rob? hey Satan can I had to just I hope this fucker dies soon I can't stand him <laughs> I mean, we, we already are pretty pissed off about the, uh, I think me and you were talking about this a while back, about the, uh, the verdict of the Zimmerman trial. Uh, we are all pretty upset at how that Florida law works and all that shit, but I don't know. I feel like this dude's gonna, this dude's just going to, something else is going to spark with him and he's going to do something stupid. Oh, he's going to get fucked up. Somebody, he's going to, you know, he's, he's going to do something stupid like he did with Trayvon Martin and he's going to do it to a grown ass man. But that grown ass man is gonna handle his shit, and and that son of a bitch is gonna go where he belongs. It works. It works for me. Yeah. I don't know. I just uh, he the the police report said that the the dad um, through the surveillance evidence and apparently they had a witness. The dad was like the aggressor. He was the one that kept instigating stuff with Zimmerman. Um, I don't know if it was whether to to elicit a reaction or if like he was just genuinely pissed off at the guy. I, I honestly don't know. I can appreciate both avenues on that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just um, I, what boggles my mind though is like I don't think that he's Zimmerman's restricted from owning a gun. Like after after that trial, don't you think that should have been something that that they should have like at least instilled? Like, okay, I know you came off scots free, but we don't really trust your ass. So I think they should have no just. Guy. I think they should have tased him in the balls until he went retarded. <laughs> Cooked up like a vegetable. Yeah. Like where's uh Where's Lorena Bobbitt when you need her? Just fucking. <laughs> Can she, can well, that's she, a reference that only a few people know. About. Yeah, I mean, only yeah, the, the people that were born in the '40s will get that one. But um, yeah, I mean, can't she be commissioned for a hit? I mean, I I don't know. I I can't stand the son of a bitch. I I hope one day I can find him trying to cross the street and you know beat the shit out of him. No, I'm just gonna run him over with my car. Well, that too. Yeah, Do you I know can't. If they I, have a, uh, a civil case against the guy because I know, like, some, like when OJ, he was found not guilty or whatever. They had a huge civil court case. And um, he was found. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. You never know. I think it's still too early for that to be out. I, I'm sure that's probably if they are doing it, they're going through the process of even starting the the ball rolling on that. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Oh no, I just I think it's a he's like a time bomb. It's gonna be a matter of time before he does some. Well, the problem is it's not even so much him. It's just the fact that it's he's gonna keep being in the news for doing stupid shit. Some fucking you know rogue person is gonna be like, well, fuck this son of a bitch, and he's just gonna take him out. You know, did you know that since his court case, he's gotten pulled over uh, three times for speeding? Well, that's what he gets. <laughs> like, apparently he's been like getting pulled over left and right he's just being a complete douche oh my god i mean i think some of that too is is probably the cops are running the plates and finding out who it is and you know they're kind of fucking with him which i'm all for please continue doing that but um you know he's just he's his path has been written and now we'll just have to see how it ends fair enough uh i'm ready to move on to the next one uh last Last, not so much article, just topic. Um, the the day that we're recording this, it is currently September eleventh, twenty thirteen, and uh, you know, September eleventh. That's 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 what today. Yeah, is. some uh, some apparently happened on that day or something. Something happened. Yeah, some, some I haven't read up in my history. I think uh, I think a couple guys farted in New York in uh, the the two thousand one or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. That's now yeah. I. I think, uh, you know, when I imagine, when I think about September 11th, I, it's kind of weird because uh, with you being, you know, younger than me, I imagine you sitting in preschool eating a Lunchable, not knowing what the fuck was going on, and all your, teachers, all your teachers freak out and you wind up pooping your diaper, but um, <laughs> I, I just remember that day, I, mean, I was at work and, you know, I was listening to Howard Stern and they kind of came, you know, he came across the radio with... Uh, at first, they thought it was like a small plane. Like, it was just, you know, navigational error, you know, a small plane flew into the side of the building, and then come to yeah. find out, it, you know, all the other shit that had happened. But I remember not being able to peel myself away from the news for, like, months. For months. Yeah. I couldn't, I, I could not get enough information or, or listen to it enough. And I'm still intrigued by the whole thing. Yep. In my, uh, in my lifetime, I was, I was actually, uh, it was my freshman year in high school when sure that happened, was. although I was eating a lunch. Yeah. That, that doesn't terrible. freaking shock me. And you probably <laughs> pooped yourself. <laughs> I just, I remember waking up in the morning and I carpooled with a bunch of my friends and we, um, I was waiting for the carpool and I always watched the news before school because I am, a because you never, that. ever, 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 ever wanted to get laid. We get it. It's pretty much set in stone, so I'm, I've kind of accepted it. Um, but I was watching the news, and that's when the first first crash happened. And at first, I, I in my lifetime, I've never experienced a tragedy. Right. Um, uh, for during in the nation, like we had some ups and downs, a couple of random incidents, Oklahoma City bombings, uh, uh, Hurricane Andrew. Right, like, but nothing like on this scale, nothing near this scale. And I just remember sitting there in front of the TV, just like the reality of it sitting in that like as I was watching that video and that video you see like that is 3,000 or a thousand or how many people were on each flight it was like a, a I think it was a we wound up losing a total of uh, ass load of people was, I don't know that. well it's a total of like 3,000 but per plane I think it was like I don't know probably around eight, uh, five five six hundred or something like that or it was it was or no no not even that much in the, in the plane it was like 200 300 people on the plane and uh, I remember thinking to myself, you know, I'm watching this video and I'm like, holy fuck, I'm literally watching people die. people die like in front of me. Like it, the reality of it kind of hit. And the entire day at school, because I still had to go to school and my teachers, they, they still taught, but only a little bit. Like there are TVs across the whole campus and just 
nobody nobody was carrying on business as usual that day like we were we were all watching the news wherever possible to see the new developments of it i was just so. weirded i was weirded out a little bit by i remember the uh the one plane that went down in the field of pennsylvania yeah uh, flew over cleveland and i remember just finding that to be it was just a real eerie but it was just odd that it went down in the middle of the field and you know nobody has an explanation I mean, I, I didn't they chalk it up to uh, the the passengers overtaking it and putting it down before I had a chance to take out anybody? Yeah, I still don't believe that. I could easily see that versus the alternative, but I, I don't know. I there's no proof to say one way or the other. Um, but I mean, I've kind of felt the same way though. Like I, I've lived in Vegas my whole life, and when that happened, you know, they found out that the the terrorist had met up in Las Vegas. Vegas was the oh, hub. Good job, Nick. Real good job, yeah, letting them in. I, Nick, Nick Gamboa, is personally responsible for all the terrorists meeting in Las Vegas. All right, well, enjoy the, enjoy the CIA, FBI, ATF, Obama oh. with a machine gun at your front door. Oh, yeah, NSA has already been watching me for a long time. Something about, I said a dirty bomb, but I was talking about shit in my pants. And, and your Smurf porn. That too, that yeah, too. That's just um, weird. <laughs> yeah, that kind of boggled my mind when when you know I heard about that. I was like, "Holy shit!" I was on the strip and I could have walked past these dudes. Like that was it was just a it was a weird thing for me. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a, a tough time. But on a serious note, you know, we can we can sit there and say, you know, I remember September 11th. It was an obvious tragedy. Um, you know, thoughts of uh, the families and the the, the rescuers that were involved uh, always in my always in my mind. Um, I more than anything, I I, I, I was inspired um, to do my career path partially because of the first responders. Um, and, uh, that that helped out during that scenario. Like I, that's why I wanted to go into helping people because I thought those are like the real heroes. Those are the people that like actually make a difference in the world. So that's why I I chose medicine. And here I am in Wheatland, Woo. working at a pharmacy <laughs> that's out of the trunk of his car. <laughs> hey, I have nice colognes for you. They, they smell very good. Let me sell you one for your girlfriend. You have a girlfriend, oh, yes? Okay. Oh, you dirty sons of bitches! I just—I well, wish thanks. the one thing is—is is, you know all that you know. We all got so patriotic and we got so close and we got so tight during that time. And then obviously, like as everything wanes and things gets you know the distance is put between the tragedy and now. You know, why can't we act like that all the time? And that's one thing I think people need to start understanding is we need to still become one as a nation. And that's the only way we're going to be able to move forward. That's, that's the way we'll be able to take control of our own destiny again as a country. Yep. And I think the only way we could do that is if people learn to put their pride aside, to learn to listen to other people and actually uh, be bipartisan for a change. I mean, that's the only reason why we can't get anything done in Congress. you got dipshits who are so set on their politics and what they need to do to get a re-election from their constituents that they yeah. don't they need to they get their hands the out of each other's pockets yeah yeah they, they don't look at the issues for what they are and, and at the end of the day the, the citizenry are uh, who who suffer so that's that's the unfortunate part but alas it's it is what it is um I'm glad i got to get back on you with this buddy yeah I, me I too i missed it I look forward to our next one. I know we're going to keep uh, pumping these out. Um, we had, This one was a little bit delayed because I had to get a, a, a take a week to, to 
move in and adjust myself here. So now that now that I'm all set, um, we'll get we'll get more popped out. Yeah, and my my AIDS was flaring up, so I had to take some time off and recoup. <laughs> you had to get some hemorrhoid cream. For yes. Hemorrhoid. Oh God. <laughs> all right, kids. Well, it's been fun as usual. Um, look us up on Facebook. Um, give us a good like. Um, if you want to subscribe to our, our podcast, uh, go on uh, suicidehotlinepodcast.podomatic.com. We're also on iTunes. Um, we have comics that we put out. I don't know. We have. Just, there's all kinds of shit out there. Yep. Just, and, uh, just Google we'll search. Just Google search us. You'll find us. Exactly. And hopefully, we'll be able to get some more uh, some more guests guest speakers on uh, more episodes. We'll uh, see about getting that coming up soon. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, this, is, <laughs> this is real fun. It really helped my self-esteem. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got my best friends blaming terrorists on me. Yeah. 9-11. Just, yeah. Uh, it's good. It feels good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just pull the trigger. You can speak to Jesus. <laughs> that guy was fucked up, man. Who the hell sings Creed all the time? Jesus. I, who knows words to Creed songs, for God's sakes. <laughs> Only extreme losers. Clearly. Note to self, I need to burn all of my Creed CDs. And Immediately, posture. yes. <laughs> all right, kids, it's been fun. All Talk right. To you next week. Be good, you bastards. Peace.